Hi, my name is Lydia. And I'm Emma. And we're the hosts of Holy Ship. We are passionate about creating a space for women to talk about sexuality, their bodies, and all things relationships. We think that for so long, Christian spheres have often failed to address these topics with women in a healthy, shame-free, and open way. So welcome to Holy Ship, where we address all the taboo topics in a way that is honoring to you, your relationships, and God. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Holy Ship podcast. We are so glad to have you listening to our last episode of our porn series, where we wanted to um, kind of wrap up. Um, everything that we've talked about and share with you some of our thoughts and what we've learned throughout um, these episodes. And we're so grateful for all of the guests that we had sharing their testimonies and their encouragement, their advice. It was truly such a great season uh, that we just wanted to talk a little bit more about that. And um, so, yeah, without further ado, this is Lydia and I, and our closing thoughts on this season. Yeah. Welcome so, to our podcast. <laughs> Welcome, Emma. Um, this was honestly one of my absolute favorite seasons. And I feel like I say this at the end of each season. So we'll see what happens next season. But truly, this one has such a special place in my heart. And every single episode, I feel like afterwards, I just like wanted to cry because the conversations were so great. And Emma and I would like freak out and like fangirl over everyone. We had just interviewed. Yeah. I want to say that (laughs) this season radically changed my life. Mm -hmm. It changed my relationship. It changed my viewpoints. It changed, um, I think, my relationship with God in a better way. And out of all of the, you know, episodes that we recorded, this one just impacted me the most personally. And so I'm just so grateful that we had it. And Mm -hmm. I know that there's a few more things Lydia and I wanted to share. And so, yeah, Lydia, why don't you go first and talk about your uh, questions, concerns, (laughs) remarks, compliments. Yeah. So I, I mean, again, just loved every conversation we had. And I think each one touched on a little something different and gave Mm -hmm. me perspective into a different aspect of porn and how it affects people. Um, I think first off, I'm so grateful for the victory collective, um, that they both came on, were able to share their stories and be so vulnerable, but then also like open up the space to talk with girls about how like girls are addicted to porn. Like that does happen and they're not alone. And I think that one was good for me just because I have so many friends I think honestly, senior year of high school and in college had a lot of friends tell me how they were addicted to porn. And I didn't think girls could get addicted to porn or even like should or could watch that. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, you know, definitely shocking for me, but then realizing so many of my friends dealt with that, but then they all thought they were alone. And like, even I didn't think that that was a thing. And so, yeah, just that they built this whole ministry and are willing to talk about it was honestly just incredible. And I think really encouraging for me and just like knowing how much that would have meant to my friends and how much it means to me and how much like it'll mean to my daughters and like their kids. But then, yeah, I think through, obviously we research people to have as guests on the show. And so I was like going through so many accounts of like, you know, like what are their beliefs on porn? Who's talking about porn? Like all this stuff, trying to find them. 
And I learned so much just through the researching process, not even like speaking with the guests yet. And it actually like made me realize like through all of this, I had been struggling with like intense, like aggressive sexual fantasies that I had not even like realized were abnormal. And it like one, like made me realize that like, well, maybe they're, I would say they're common, but like, shouldn't be, I guess, like among people. So yeah, it like allowed me to realize that and actually like get help and like go to counseling for that. And so I'm so incredibly grateful for that. But then I also think it just like helped me really work through just like my whole past with porn as well. And I don't know if you like want to share like your initial thoughts on like the seasons before we dive into that as well. But Yeah, no, I, yeah, I first want to say I'm grateful for you for doing all of this research. You're truly the spearhead pioneer of this podcast. And I'm just going to sing your praise for just a quick second. Um, but I, I also want to give a shout out to the victory collective, which I Mm -hmm. actually missed. I was very, very sick, so I couldn't record, but, um, you know, I'm so grateful for what they're doing and their ministry. Um, what, what started, I guess my passion for this season was definitely Matt's episode Mm -hmm. and, um, just coming from a man's perspective in such a, like a logical and caring and, um, uh, genuine perspective. Like it wasn't, it was just so, um, grounded in, in love and the conversation just opened my eyes to the realities of, porn and porn addiction and the science behind it. And so that was kind of the catalyst for me. And then, Mm -hmm. um, we just met so many wonderful, um, people after that. And I think, um, you know, the main thing that really stuck with me and kind of changed my life was the women who supported, um, men, uh, or other women, Mm-hmm. with, um, porn addictions. Cause I feel like that's been more of a role I've played in my personal life. And you always get the question when you know, a porn addict, when you're friends with them, when you're in a mm-hmm. relationship with them, you always get the question. Um, or at least I have, it's like, why are you with them? Why mm-hmm. are you friends with them? Or why do you have a relationship with them? Like that's basically condoning it. And And this season changed my perspective on it entirely. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think in a way it kind of saved, you know, my relationship. Um, and I'm just like, so grateful for the change of Mm -hmm. heart that I had through it. And it's kind of something that I've been wanting to advocate, you know, more to other women And, you know, and men as well, like, I think there's just so much more that we have to be aware of when it comes to Mm -hmm. this. Like, it's not the approach to shame people, cut them off, not talk about it is the wrong approach. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, if it's a sin, if it's something you're struggling with, the enemy wants to keep it in the dark. 
Absolutely. So you need to bring it to light. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and with that, you know, there also needs to come change and progress. And I think we saw that with a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. our guests really putting in the work and striving for, um, you know, striving to glorify God mm-hmm. and their relationships. And so that was so encouraging. Um, but yeah, you know, I was definitely on the path of, um, everyone who watches porn is essentially the devil. Mm. It was very, because I never struggled with it personally. I did not understand how other people could. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very terrible mindset to have because it just did not, um, open me up to, to love people well. And so, yeah, that that was kind of my wrap up summary of yeah what I learned, but this is something I'll definitely be sharing um, with everyone. I know <laughs> everyone yeah, who yeah. cares to listen, because I think it's some of our best work and um, and I'm just like, wow, the people who had the courage to come and share this mm-hmm. with us when no one else is, is remarkable. Yeah. And it's what we all should be doing. Mm-hmm. And I think something that was so important was just the advice on how to respond when someone comes to you and tells you that they're addicted to porn. And that was so good for me to hear because I think so often, I do think porn is just horrible, like genuinely. Um, Mm -hmm. And I do think it subjugates women, especially and children to a lot of horrible things. But um, I think my response is always like, I cannot believe you watched that. Even if it was just like recreational or like an addiction, like my response was just disgust normally. And I think it softened my view, especially to people who are addicted to it of how do you respond in a way that's like loving? How do you walk alongside of them in this journey? Mm-hmm. Um, I really support them and just like empower them throughout this. And it's like, again, it's not our place to judge. And I think so much of my I'll say disgust towards it came because my experience with porn has just been like horrible. And like, I was shown it when I was six years old and like have seen it like various parts of my life, like since then. Mm -hmm. And I even remember like when I first saw it, it was like enticing, but also like just so disgusting. And it was like appalling. And you're like, Mm -hmm. it's like weird because you like want to watch it, but you don't. And it was just like, then I like couldn't even believe and I was like shown it when I was younger. And so then I couldn't believe like that person was watching it or like would show it to me. And like, it was just confusing, especially like as a young kid. But then I've also had, again, friends who are addicted to it. I've had boyfriends who are addicted to porn. And I would say, especially with the boyfriends, it's really affected our relationships. Yeah. And I like also- imagine what it does in mm-hmm. a marriage. Oh, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, Yeah. And I just commend those couples for like working through that. Cause that's incredible. But yeah. And a lot of my relationships, it, I don't think necessarily maybe caused this, but was maybe an excuse or maybe like it did have a direct cause, but there was, I'll say like a lot of like sexual aggression because of the like images and situations they were watching in porn. And then also, yeah. yeah, it was just like, it made sexuality very distorted and like, because they had mm-hmm. that view, that's kind of how I viewed sexuality as well. And yeah, it was just like very complicated. Yeah. And like porn yeah. transcends into other spheres of mm-hmm. your life too. And that sort of visualization can be yeah. 
um, triggered through media, through seeing mm-hmm. another beautiful woman on the street. Yeah. And, you know, even men who are clean of porn um, still may struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And that's something to, you know, recognize and, and work towards, you know, recovery there as well. Mm-hmm. I think what you mentioned, you know, about you know, still thinking porn is porn is evil. This didn't change my viewpoint of porn at all. Yeah, you know, absolutely. it's still like, this is a great, great evil in our mm-hmm. society, but that doesn't mean the person is Yeah, absolutely. Evil. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would necessarily go as, say, I would never say like, you know, that act of, of doing it is evil to mm-hmm. an addict. I don't even know if I would yeah. say that now. Um, and so, yeah, I think there, we can fight this much better mm-hmm. now that we know Absolutely. all that it encompasses and that it's mm-hmm. not just the men, yeah, it's also the women. And, um, yeah, this, this must be approached with, with talk, with bringing yeah. it to the surface, mm-hmm. 100% exposing yeah. it at every level and every situation. And you brought um, up porn, like in media, yeah. I think we also like learned a lot about the difference between like soft porn, hardcore. Well, what am I saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, you're right. <laughs> Is that the right words? Absolutely. There's okay. like soft porn, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause like I've had those thoughts too, mm-hmm. seeing like a sex scene in a yeah. movie, not, not like a, you know, like in a PG 13 movie, like mm-hmm. sex scene, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not even really much showing, but that just goes to show you how, how it triggers our brains. Mm-hmm. And if you've already been exposed to porn, porn, the yeah. hardcore yeah. porn, I, I think that's appropriate to say, um, it's just taken to a whole nother mm-hmm. level. And so, yeah, I, I remember, um, I had someone in my life tell me that even though they weren't watching porn, they were still struggling with seeing beautiful, like women in public. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I kind of like just waited to hear the follow-up on that. And it's, it's not like, you know, they said it's, it's not like we lust for them. We definitely don't want to be with them. Mm-hmm. It's just, we see them and we think of things, you yeah. know, sexual things or scenes from her past or, mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, it's like jarring. But at the same time, after going through this season and listening to these episodes, it's like, that's not really something um, that only one person struggles with. Yeah. So many other people do. Mm-hmm. And that's also something to realize is, is that, um, porn will carry into other yeah. spheres of your life. And I'm not saying, you know, walk outside with your eyes closed, mm-hmm. but if you're aware of it, yeah, you and your, and your partner, your friend, your sibling, I'm mm-hmm. sibling, you would, I don't know what you would talk about this. Well, you could like <laughs> confide in your sibling sure, and like walk along this journey with them. I this don't think it has to be in a romantic trail. way. Anyway. Oh my goodness. I, sorry. I have to light the mood, lighten the mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I just, yeah, I think, um, that you should just go and listen to every episode mm-hmm. and really just hear the hearts. Cause yeah. 
It's also remarkable how every person's encounter with it was different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't hear one same story. Like all of them had like similar issues, I guess, mm-hmm. or all of them saw the same scenes, I guess. Um, but it's this, their stories were just all so different and their perspectives. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're all so unique. And so, yeah. And I think it's really made me rethink what types of TV shows and movies I'm going to watch. Like, am I okay yeah, with seeing sex scenes? Should I like not even be watching anything that has that in it? Yeah. And especially as I'm trying to figure out like, with sexual fantasizing like how does that play into it but then also realizing that I think my entire view of like how kissing is supposed to work how relationships are supposed to work and how like sex is supposed to work has come from the tv shows or movies that I've seen yeah and so then when I am kissing a guy or I am like more intimate or whatever with them <laughs> that right it's falling short from what I see on TV or when I try to do it, obviously it's not working because it's like a TV show, but that's how sex was like portrayed to me. Yeah. And it's just confusing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And I'm so glad that I never, I never like before my first, I guess, sexual encounter, if you mm-hmm. will, it's not, it wasn't like, sex but I guess yeah but I mean sexual yeah right um we've talked about the difference between intercourse and sexual activity like the sexual umbrella (laughs) go back go back to season one um but yeah I I never had like I had expectations like we were just it was just going to be perfect Mm -hmm. but I didn't have any sort of like visualization except for like what was going on right then and there. Mm -hmm. And so I'm grateful for it, but, um, definitely as I got older and I had seen more, I started to have those thoughts as well. It's like, Oh, maybe, you know, if I just did this or he just did that and yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's not good, but, um, yeah, it definitely has made me rethink too. You know, what am I, what am I viewing? What am I digesting? Another thing is like the music, you know, what are you listening mm-hmm. to? Yeah. Um, cause this stuff is in music as well. And yeah, yeah it just really made me, you know, take a deeper look at my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Lydia, do you have any other closing thoughts here because I could just go on and on talking about this I don't think I have any more closing remarks other than if like you guys haven't heard every episode in the season I would so strongly encourage you to Mm -hmm. just because like hearing from everyone was so incredible and transformative so definitely 10 out of 10 recommend yeah don't take our word for it (laughs) take theirs no (laughs) yeah exactly um yeah no there's such smart individuals Mm -hmm. and um yeah, we were just so grateful to meet them. And um, I hope that they're listening to this episode. I know. Because we love if it. they do, just know I just want to give you all a huge hug and thank you from the bottom <laughs> of my heart. Oh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And yeah, just so sincere. Mm-hmm. Um, really great. So yeah. yeah, I hope you all enjoy it. Um, you know, 
as always, please let us know if you have any questions or concerns or comments, or, you know, if you want to confide in us, we're here to listen and talk. Um, that's what this podcast is all about. Uh, feel free to DM us at the holy ship podcast on Instagram or email us at the holy ship podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys. We thank you so much for your support. Please leave us a review um, on Apple podcasts or Spotify and Mm -hmm. let us know um, how you're doing and how you think we're doing. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to having you guys listen to more episodes. All right. Bye friends.